Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neath the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And what's going on, everybody? Well, first of all, to all my Canadian friends, happy Canada Day. Oh, Canada. Happy Canada Day to everybody. It's, uh, I know it's a holiday, so I hope you enjoy the holiday. I know it was yesterday, but uh, celebrate it today. Uh, and the markets are celebrating by being lower. Um, you know, I think when we look at the big picture, it looks to me that the uh, that the markets have made another top. Now, again, that doesn't mean we're going straight down. I just think that the highs are in. I would I would look to be a seller at some point. Um, you know, not not anytime. Uh, you know, soon. I think you'd have to wait for the levels. And I think you know, right now we'd be looking at about uh, twenty seven forty in the S and P as a possible spot to take a look at it. Uh, we have uh, oil that opened a lot lower last night and has rallied all the way back. Uh, you know, but I, again, when you look at the formation, and again, look, I, I, I as you know, I uh, freely admitted that I puked out and kept a small short position. Uh, but what you have to realize is that the formation that it's in, and when it gives it up, it'll give it up in a hurry. And, you know, again, you have to sit back and wait and look for your next opportunity uh but again i think there's going to be some opportunity we've got a very big week this week uh first of all it's a holiday uh july 4th independence day on wednesday which means uh tomorrow the markets only open a half a day and the volume is going to be thin which could create some as we like to call them vacuum trades and again we're not trading for those we're just saying that that's what can happen uh but also uh, I think that, uh, you know, you've got Thursday, the Fed minutes. Now, they're really not that big of a deal, but the, the markets could take it as a big deal, number one. And number two, um, the, with the thin volume, you could get some very big movement. And then you have the jobs number on Friday, okay, which, again, you know, could create some action in, in uh, the dollar, bonds, gold. The markets and gold looks like it's just totally uh, in in a death rattle. Uh, it doesn't appear to want to try to get up. I think you got to watch that twelve forty level. Although we're trading around twelve fifty, uh, it doesn't look like it's it's going to go too far. So I would say again, right now, I don't think there's a heck of a lot to do. I think you have to be. Very patient and very cautious here uh, because the the thin volume can hurt. You know, if you're on the wrong side of a move in thin volume, you get forced to make that crucial decision on how to exit if you're wrong. And that's always tough when there's a lack of volume. Now, I think the interesting thing to watch is 
uh, volatility has picked up a little bit. And uh, with a little bit higher volatility, uh, it may mean that, you know, we are correct in our assumption that we have seen uh, the highs. So that is something. But again, we need to have some volume come back in this market. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be in a quiet week. You're going to be too much dependent or the markets are going to not you, but the markets are going to be too much dependent on little news snippets, you know, like if anything with a trade war, anything here, anything with Russia, you know, all these things could just have a dramatic effect. Uh, and, and I think that's something that to be careful of. But the overall, uh, you know, markets themselves, they look like they're, they're, they're finished for a while. You know, we've, we've got the start of the new earnings season. You're still talking about 4% growth. There's, there's all these things headed up, and, and yet, you know, I don't see a lot of the great excitement uh, from the growth standpoint that we everybody wants to talk about. Uh, I see slowing. I see a slowing in housing. Uh, I think that there's some issues with uh, full employment. I think we're going to start to see some inflation. And of course, as you know, I believe the Fed is going to choke and 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 make the wrong decision at the wrong time, which would then create even a bigger problem uh, than we would ever expect. So for for, for those reasons. I believe it's better to look to be on the on the short side of the market. Uh, now, I don't believe that any of this uh, maxing water stuff uh, and any of this, you know, uh, Supreme Court stuff is going to have any dramatic effect in the markets. But it is something to think about. It could. I, I would doubt it. Okay, but I do think it's. I think it's actually criminal that it's like maxing waters is trying to. Uh, start trouble. Uh, you know, it's like she's daring people to uh, to to get in the face of people that work for for President Trump. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not so sure that's such a great strategy. I think even within the own party, uh, they're starting to get tired of her her yapping her her trap. And and I think this is, I guess, the real question is what happened to respect. Okay, you know, I was taught, you know, to respect people, uh, all people. Okay, and it shouldn't matter, you know, your beliefs, you know, unless you're a terrorist. But I mean, obviously, I was taught to respect the values, and and, and you know, listen, I don't like uh, uh, Maxine Waters. I think what she's doing is terrible. Uh, but I, I, I can respect the job she's tried to do. I just don't think that this is the right way to do. And I don't think that somebody in her power should be disrespecting the entire system. I mean, we built, you know, we're coming up on the, uh, how many years? That I mean, 252, is that right? 242, okay. 242 years since this country was basically founded. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to respect one another. We're supposed to have respect for the Constitution. We're supposed to have respect for, for those in office. Whether you like them or you don't like them, it is not the case. The case is to show the respect that is earned by getting to that spot. <clears throat> and, you know, again, I can't, I, I can't, I can't understand how, how they can be so dumb. I mean, it just to me, it seems to be... Uh, 
a whack job event. And, and of course, the rest of them right now that are, are moving too far to the left. Um, you know, I guess we should wonder what happened to, you know, everybody being near center with a few different beliefs. I think that's, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, because, you know, I always consider myself a center person, uh, which makes me a libertarian. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I, I just wonder what happened. You know, where did where did something go wrong? And it's always something about money somewhere. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just I don't think that'll have any major effect. But I do think that there will be a new Supreme Court justice than anybody thinks. And, uh, you know, again, I, I hope it's not too politically uh, inclined. I hope that it's somebody. I mean, I, I, obviously, I liked Merrick Garland. Now that he won't get appointed because of any for whatever reason. But uh, I thought he was fairly center. I think it's we hope we want to get somebody who interprets the Constitution and not has to inflect their own views of the political party that appoint them, them to the, that uh, judge uh, uh, or justice position. But we'll see. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz, and it's always great to be here with you on this holiday week. And, of course, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. You can get, obviously, The Bubba Show and The Sporting Edge and Crypto Investor X. And in the meantime, don't forget about our high school investing program. Uh, It's highschoolinvesting.com if you want to check it out. And, of course, uh, if you want to uh, help us out, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And help us out there. In the meantime, we're going to step out of here for a break. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz will be right back with more after the break. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com, and uh, also the big man of CryptoInvestorX.com. What's up, Matt Demeter? Hey, Todd. How's it going? Going all right. Uh, you know, we had a nice interview uh, last week with our guys from uh, Kinesis. That was a lot of fun, and uh, uh, that was a pretty good thing. So, Matt, what do you what are you seeing here uh, in the, in the crypto world? I think we saw some uh, some bottoming action again. Uh, you know, I think that uh, Bitcoin got clobbered and and had come back a little bit, and so did Ethereum. What's what's your take here of this now? Well, uh, you know, I'm pretty. Uh, I I do think we're close to the bottom. We'll say that. Uh, I don't know if we hit the bottom because I had targets a little bit lower in both Bitcoin and uh, Ether. Bitcoin I have coming in right now at around 5,500. It's rising and it will start rising faster as we're starting to cross. There's another pattern coming into play that rises faster, rises by about $50 a day in Bitcoin. So that's good. But we're right now, if it was today, it'd be 5,500 is what I'd be looking for as a bottom. And we didn't quite get there last week got there close uh, though right <laughs> what, what's that we got close we got close so maybe that was close enough but uh, i don't I, it didn't quite complete for me that's all i'm saying so i i would still think a little bit a little bit lower or you know like i said the support is rising so we we may not go any lower than we've already seen but it might you know it, i don't think it's fully finished because it hasn't touched my my support my target support line. Um, so it might take a little while to, to, to go. R- right now I'm looking at Ethereum. It's at 451 and I have a target at 376. So, you know, it, it, that one's a little bit further down and uh, we didn't we didn't complete that one either. So, 
but it's, it's also rising. So it depends. We're, we are at declining resistance that came from the uh, little, little peak that we had at uh, on June 21st. So, so uh, look, I'm – we're very close. To, we're very close to bottoms. I just, I think there's probably a good chance of just one more kind of flush out. You know, everybody that's already thought, okay, I've gone through all this pain. It's over. Get get one more move to the downside and 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 have people throw throw in the towel. That would be good. Now let's be clear about one thing, okay? In in any market, it doesn't really matter what it is. You're looking at the same types of patterns no matter what the market is, right? I mean that the pattern doesn't change because it's a Bitcoin or because it's a stock or because it's a a, a grain. It's they're always the patterns are always the same, and that's what you're looking for, correct? Yeah. Absolutely. It's always the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether, you know, we're talking about stocks, commodities, bonds, you know, it can, whatever it is, as long as it's moved by, uh, you know, investor sentiment and you have, you know, buyers and sellers that, you know, are, are pretty diverse, then you're going to get these patterns and, that, and it doesn't matter what it is. No, I mean, again, it's we talk about a lot, you know, here about what we call universal price. All, all markets are the same. All, all charts are the same. All patterns repeat themselves in the shortest time frame always has to resolve back into the longer time frame. It doesn't really matter what you're looking at, whether it be Bitcoin or whether it be Apple or whether it be uh, hogs. I mean, they're all going to trade the same way based on the pattern that they're creating. And you have support and resistance levels all the time. And, and that's how you kind of make your call. And I know that, you know, you were looking for. Uh, 8,000 NASDAQ and I don't know, 17 something in, in the Russell. And of course, last week was a, a fairly flat week. Uh, you know, I think it was slightly lower for the week overall. And But overall, I think you're still looking for those numbers to, to appear at some point. Yeah, I am. I, I, they, I'm not giving up on NASDAQ 8,000. We came close, and it makes no sense that we would have gotten as close as we did. I think we were around 350 points away in the NASDAQ composite. We, in that, this target's fairly clear, so I don't see any reason why we won't eventually get there. Um, it sort of extends things. So if we if we drop um, and then we come back up, you know, it might just take longer, but we should we should eventually get there. Same thing with Russell. Russell actually has a rising target high, and that's at about seventeen thirty right now. It's not rising very fast, but it's kind of unusual to see a target high be rising. So that's that's great for the bulls. Um, I, we we could always get. Sometimes when you get up to powerful uh, resistance levels or support levels, you know, powerful targets that are, that are big ones. Uh, on the first go, they don't you, you don't get there right away. Like it is, somehow it it senses this is a powerful target, and therefore it it, it needs two it needs two tries to do it. So right, and that, we, that might be what's going on. And based on your work. You would not expect a bear market before those targets are reached, and then you would expect a bear market. Is that correct? I I would say at least I'm not sure it will be a bear market, but I, I know it will be a pretty significant correction. But it could turn into a bear market. Well, I guess when I, I shouldn't I, – I, I, you, you're looking for – before we see another big sell-off, you're looking for those targets to hit, and and that would be more of the mm-hmm. impetus for you to go ahead and say, okay, it's time for me to get. I know you're a little bit short now, but I mean, for you to get really short is when those targets are achieved. Yes. Yeah, and well, we were, you know, we were short. Uh, we're, we're we're still short Japan. We're still short Russia, and the Russia short's doing fine. We were short China. That's done really well, and we covered that last week. And, uh, you know, I think China's on a, at a point where it's the Shanghai composite, that is, where it's ready to to bounce. It's pretty oversold at this point. 
So we'll see how that plays into things too. Um, and uh, you know, I'll keep you up to date on that one because if it if it if it goes just a little bit lower, I have a target just a little bit lower. If it bounces uh, from there, I think it's about one and a half percent down uh, from the lows so far. Then it could then it correlates with a target to the upside that's way that's much further to the upside, high uh, about as high as the uh, 2015 highs, which is you know. I think that's over 100% higher. So we'll have to see how that one plays out. And how do you short China? Well, I'm using the, the you know, A shares ETF, ASHR is a symbol. Okay. And is that, a, is that a liquid ETF? And do you use the stock itself, ETF itself, or do you use options? It's li- I mean, it's liquid as far as the stock goes. I don't think the options are – there are options, but I don't know that they're that, they're that liquid. So you couldn't, I mean, their bid ask spread something like you know 15 cents on a on sub dollar you know priced options. So gotcha. They're not yeah. So that's uh, so that's the way that you would use it. And I, I mean, I know we've you know you've used uh, uh, it's like for sort of some you've you had one for the emer- have you done anything with the emerging markets as well? Well, no, we we were short the emerging markets and and we got stopped out close to the highs, which was really upsetting. But all along, we've been short uh, emerging market bonds. And uh, those have been getting crushed, both because of, you know, we, we have the rising dollar, so they're getting crushed from that perspective. And also, uh, just rising interest rates are bad for, for bonds. So uh, that's that's been working out really well. If you've never, that's, that symbol is EMB. If you've never been stopped at the higher or the low of the market, you're not trading enough. <laughs> well, I mean, it's part of, listen, nothing is perfect, uh, yeah. but that's why you have to be, I mean, I, I think that goes into why you have to be disciplined, Matt, right? I mean, that's why you have to yeah. say, okay, this is my target. I mean, you, you're very d- disciplined on your targets and, and you wait for those targets to appear, whatever side it's going to be. And if you get stopped out, you take your losses and move on because the key in the business is not, isn't it to be in business so that you can continue to fight the battle tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. And, and typically, we're that's right. And the good news is we're typically shorting very close to our target. So if it goes a little bit beyond our target, we take our whatever our loss is, you know, two percent. You know, usually is the two or three percent is usually the most we'll take on a on a hit like that. So yeah, so we'll short near the target if it keeps going and it goes beyond the level where I I you know I expected it to maybe a pattern to stretch and it just goes too far. I would just you know get out of it. Now, will you, if you get in and it's going your way, will you add to a position as it's going in your favor? Sometimes I will, yeah, because, you know, the. Uh, but I, wa- I want to do it as soon as I know. If we hit a target and we reverse from it perfectly, then I'll say, okay, you know, as long as while, while we are still close within a couple percent, let's go ahead and add. Otherwise, I, I won't, I don't want to, uh, you know, layer in, you know, so that, uh, you don't want to average in at a worse price is what I'm trying to say. Right. So, yeah. No, no, I understand. I mean, again, it just, you know, a lot of people want to always know about how to add. And I, and again, your, your trading style, your methods, the methods of Demeter research are very, very disciplined and very rule based as to what you're trying to do. And, and I think that that's one of the beauties and that's why everybody should check out DemeterResearch.com because again, uh, Matt has his own formulas. He is the, the technical expert, for uh, for the Bubba show, and of course, uh, you know we have a lot of respect for what he does, and uh, you know he's pretty much on top of the markets. Again, if you've never had a losing trade, then you're not trading enough. That's the, that's really the bottom line. But this is the Bubba show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com, and make sure you check out 
DemonResearch.com and also CryptoInvestorX.com because that's uh, his uh, his Bitcoin or his cryptocurrency site. In the meantime, don't forget to download the show every day at LibertyTalk.fm. We're going to stop out here for a break. We'll be back with more from Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show. We're coming right back to you right after the break. The Bubba Show. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to the thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz with Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com. You know, it's amazing. I got your name right. I'm really good at it now. It took me uh, only, yeah. only a year. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com. And, and Matt, you know, again, oil, you know, I, I got smoked. I got puked. I couldn't mm-hmm. take it anymore. Uh, I had to, had to close it out. And I know you had a higher target. And I know we're right near that higher target. Have we hit it? Is it time to sell it again? Or what, what's the story with oil? Oil, I've had the same problem with. We were, uh, yeah, we had a higher, higher target at seventy three twenty, which is about where I wanted to see it stop. It, it, it did touch it, respected it for a day, and then popped through. But this is one of those. Unfortunately, this is one of those patterns that you can stretch it a ways, and and then the new interpretation works fine. But we've come, we've pretty much come to the end of the road of that. So. Uh, uh, at about 75 or a little bit below 7480 uh we will there will be no interpretation that works we'll have you know it will break and there there and then i think that uh you know we'll then you have to see how high it goes but um my final target up is still in the in the 95 zone and i didn't i didn't give it a lot of credibility of ever getting there it's a declining uh, target so i thought well you know that that might be in a year or two that might be back down in the 70s we'll see another pop to the 70s and 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 that will be that but hey you know maybe it's going to into the 95 now i don't know but um right now it's still contained within the the this lateral bear pattern so but if it goes any further like for if it goes beyond 75 it's gone I can't, I won't, you know, my pattern won't be able to contain it. What's amazing is, and I know you don't cover this with your technical analysis, but when you talk about backwardation, I mean, you know, right now, you know, August oil is, uh, is 70, 74.30 or so, 74.35, but December oil is 68. 
Yeah. So that that's an interesting pattern that's called backwardation, which is a very bearish pattern. The last time it appeared, believe it or not, was in 2014, which is we're on 2014 highs right now. But hey, again, I, I'm going to take another stab at it and use that 75 as, as, as my level. But I did I did get it all over my shoes and that was the way life goes. <laughs> and hey, uh, now yeah. gold continues to look like it's dead. It, 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 it looks like there's not only are there are no buyers, but it's, there's not many sellers either right now. It just kind of drifts lower almost every single day. Uh, I know you look for potentially lower prices. You've talked about it. You know, we didn't meet your upper target. And, and of course, you said that you expected it could go even much lower than it is right now. And I said 1240. And you said, well, that might be a spot it might bounce from. But you expect potentially lower. Is that what the pattern looks like now? I think you were you made a good call with 1240. Uh We'll have to see how it plays out. We got as, what, as low as 12.46 or 12.47 last week. Um, I I was looking around for where could another important bottom be? Because for one thing, the commercials are are very light on their shorts now. So it, it's in a bullish zone for, for you know, the COT re- report for the co- commercial positioning. Uh, you know, you, th- you would think that it should be rallying here. So I was just looking for a spot, and twelve, uh, the bottom that we got so far, twelve forty-six. I think I think is sufficient, and it lines up with at least a short-term low. So again, at this level, I'd rather be long than short. Uh, but if that if this breaks, you know, forget it. I mean, if I, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt, I haven't. We haven't been trading from the long side on gold. We have been trading with silver and we've been doing short-term trades there that have that have gone well but uh if we break below 1240 in gold i would not in fact if we break below 1245 1244 that would be the level i would say Good night. We're, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> good, good night, Charlie. So, yeah. of course, you called for this treasure bond rally, which I didn't agree with. And, of course, it can, they continue to go higher. And uh, TLT tries to, to push up. And I know I think your target was like 128 or something like that on TLT. Is that right? Yeah, 127. I mean, it's declining. So, yeah, it's right now about 127 even. But uh, there's a there's – a, interestingly, for me anyway, there's a – there is a pivot line that comes in at where we peaked last week, right around 122. And uh, if that continues to be respected, then it's it's part of a whole other pattern that that says we could go as high as uh, late later on, not anytime soon, but later on we could go up, up to the 140s, which you know would still be lower, the low 140s, uh, which would be. Not exactly a double top with a 2016 high, but it would be it would be close. So, long story short, uh, we ran into we ran into a pivot resistance. If it continues to hold, it's it's bearish short term, but it's actually really bullish long term. So, uh, but right now I I, w- I want to be short. So we're gonna we're gonna add shorts probably. Uh, next day or two. Oh, so you want to be short because of the most recent pattern? So you figure it would sell off a little bit before it goes up and test that newer high? If this if this pivot line, it's kind of hard to explain. I understand. Uh, but uh, the the visuals on it. But uh, we, it, all things being normal, I, 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 all things being equal, I want to be short treasuries. There's two levels. One here right around 122 and then another one that's declining at 127. So, 
I prefer to wait till 127 and short there because I know a hit there will uh, definitely reverse. But this one at 122 uh, could also hold if it does, and we go back down, which I which is also very possible. Uh, I'd like to be short for the short term, but what I'm trying to say is that this pivot line, being, if it continues to be respected, it suggests there's a whole other pattern in play that would allow TLT to go much higher, up to the 140s eventually, low 140s, like 141, 142 max. That's also declining. But what that would suggest, to me what that suggests is we're going to, at some point, we're going to get a massive stock market sell-off, right? And then, you know, there will probably be some rush to safety at that point. That would probably be the rush to safety one more time for treasuries. Uh, but we won't, we should not, at this point, not we should not make a new high. Now, the VIX last week was was kind of interesting. You know, it was really telling on Thursday and Friday as the markets are trying to rally. The VIX kept rallying along with it, which usually means that the markets are the rally is done and nothing more evident than late Friday when the market dropped 300 in the Dow and then ended up up about 50. Uh, what, what are you seeing in the commercial VIX and what are you seeing in general? Well, as of the, you know, the the COT cutoffs on Tuesday, as of that this past Tuesday, uh, commercials were sellers of VIX. So they're down to, you know, if you look at the whole commercial category as a whole, as a broad holders, the dealers as a subcategory, which I look at too, they're relatively neutral. And then the whole commercial group, they're long about 40,000 contracts. And, you know, to be extreme, we need to be pretty, pretty well over a hundred thousand contracts for that whole group. And, uh, so they're not, you know, they're not suggesting we're going to get a ton of downside as far as their VIX positioning, but, um, you know, they are long still. It was a relatively flat though for them. That's Uh, I mean, that's like the the markets go either way. Now they were long the COT. They were long a lot of treasuries for a while as well. Is that still the case? That's still the case, yeah. So that's that's a good argument for us to continue going uh, a little bit higher in TLT. I really hope we do because you know I'd love to short at one twenty seven. Now, would you use TLT or TBT if you felt the big move was coming? Yeah, yeah, I would. Do, I would go ahead and use TBT. I mean, it's it's liquid and uh, you can go long instead of short, so you don't have the borrow cost. So yeah. Now, when you, with, with your work, you know, obviously your work is very detail oriented, and, and you know, you're a scientist. So again, obviously, you have all these things going for you. Uh, does a short week affect your thinking at all? Does it change anything, or does it the, the pattern is the pattern? I don't care what it is. There's nothing. There's nothing going to change my mind because this is what the numbers tell me. Usually, there's nothing that's going to. Ch- yeah, the, the the you know, it's because we have low volume or we have a you know a holiday week. It does it doesn't affect anything. I mean, you know, generally speaking, it is good to, see, you know, when people talk about volume, you know, it is good to see bottom, you know, like a, a move up on higher volume or uh, when, when you feel if you're bullish, like with cryptos, we've been seeing the cryptos declining slowly, but on light volume. I mean, that's, you know, for, for a bull, that's probably, you know, that's a positive. If there's a silver lining, it's that. But otherwise, I don't really care about volume. I just look at price patterns and those are the words according to matt demeter demeterresearch.com and also cryptoinvestorx.com matt as always i thank you brother todd always great to be here thanks and that was our man matt demeter from demeterresearch.com and of course he's also involved in the crypto world so check out demeterresearch.com as well as cryptoinvestorx.com 
And, of course, don't forget to get my daily update, which is uh, uh, available to you for free. You know, every day after the close of the market, I put together a an update uh, on video, about three to five minutes, and I send it out to you, I email it to you. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com, and there will be a little box that will pop up. And you can certainly then, you know, fill out that little box, and we'll get you We'll get you all hooked up, and I'll email you that update each and every day. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's like getting tomorrow's newspaper today. And, of course, I also do a 30-minute show on the weekends, uh, which I talk about what's going on. So we'll go to BubbaTrading.com and check that out. And also don't forget about downloading the show each and every day. You go to LibertyTalk.fm, and, of course, that's the only station you need. And you, uh, you can download and, and listen to the show anytime you want and help us get to our goal of a million downloads a month. So make sure you go to libertytalk.fm. And also just don't forget about the high school investing program. Of course, we're, we're going to our ninth year and we're trying to uh, help our, uh, our, our youth become financial literate. So if you want to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. This is the Bubba Show, Top of Boards. We're going to step out for a break and we'll be right back with more after the break, the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Welcome back to the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz with the one, the only, the extremely talented Jane King, Lila Max Media, the Kaching Report. What's up, Jane King? Oh, hey, Todd. Uh, doing well. Just another, I, the news just gets like, more and more interesting all the time here and yet we've got another interesting week full of jam-packed news <laughs> you know it's, it's amazing when you, you just look at what goes on and 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 you saw the uh i guess the the socialist beat the incumbent and and that was i thought pretty interesting what did you take of all that well you know it's interesting because that's you know new york uh, but I had never heard of her until that night. Um, and then that all came about. Well, I mean, you do have to remember the district that she represents um, is the Bronx, and I think part of Queens, too. Uh, the Bronx is the poorest county in the United States. So, um, you know, a lot of people were receptive to that message <laughs> about free education and free health care and <laughs> free a lot of stuff. Um, and, and if you look at the numbers, aren't there only about 30,000 people total who voted out of, what, 500, 600,000? There's a really small amount of people actually even voted. So I don't know if you can really extrapolate the results of that election to anything that's going to happen nationally. But it was certainly interesting to see. Well, you know, I, I mean, the the millennials, if they ever band it together, they do have enough votes to, to do a lot of damage. And, of course, uh, there could be a change. I mean, I don't see it, but it certainly could happen. And I, I think this is... I, I think there's a lot of things are being created here that that could blow up in everybody's face here, uh, not too long. And I think that goes back to the swamp in Washington, that, that, which is why I think we have a lot of these problems. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so too. I mean, people are not able to. I mean, how can you, if you're a poor kid in the Bronx, how can you even hope to get a college education and pay for it? I mean, it's you know, I understand where they're coming from, but I think a lot of that. I mean, 
who runs our colleges? I mean, these are elite people um, who probably vote Democratic in most cases. So, I mean, it, it goes, you know, it goes back to, yes, the same swamp, the same kind of people making the decisions and leading us into all kinds of problems from education to debt to uh, business. And um, that's why Donald Trump's elected. And that's why people are so receptive to different messages right now. Now there's some there's some talk and rumors about you know all this this student debt and and that there may be some forgiveness or some waived and you know and, and I and and I think that that might cause that might be a bigger bombshell than anything because you know people like me who paid for my kids to go to school people who had to work their way through school who have no debt because they worked their way through and then to to relieve debt to those who didn't. To me, that would that would be almost a major bombshell. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I don't like the idea of debt forgiveness. Um, I think it's a bad lesson. I think it sets a horrible precedent. Um, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to a lowering of the interest rate or a refinancing of some sort or a stretching out of payments or something to ease the load a little bit. But if you take out debt, you got to pay it. I mean, it's you know, I, I've done it. I've taken out debt on things. I've sucked it up, you know, eating peanut butter for a month, you know, whatever, to try to pay stuff down. And it's a lesson that we have to learn. And the colleges are going to continue to charge these ridiculous amounts. I was meeting with a financial advisor, and, and he was like, just count on college being $65,000 a year by the time your kids get there. Just plan for that. I mean, that's crazy. And I think, you know, they're going to continue to, to charge those prices unless the customer starts to demand something better and they're not going to do that if they're getting bailed out of debt. So it's not a solution to this problem. Well, no, and 65, your kids are young. You better plan on about 85 because <laughs> I, I just finished. I don't know. I'm making them, they're nine and 11. I'm going to put them to work like ASAP. I mean, I've just finished paying uh, 60 for each. Okay. And they're mm-hmm. done. So uh, they only go higher. It's, it's, it's a joke. It's, it's really silly, but and I guess the real question is, is, you know, we have a, a public school system. I mean, why can't we figure out a way to, you know, not make it such a big deal that this university is so much better than the other? I know that's part of what we do and that's, you know, kind of the, the progress we make. But why can't we have somewhat of a, a public college system where, you know, you want to go to, the, to Harvard? Okay, you can pay for Harvard, but you can get a much better education, kind of like the junior college system, you know, at, at a, a local college, right? I mean, is that, mm-hmm. is that something that could work? Well, I think in some ways, these community colleges prepare people better for work than Harvard does. I mean, if you go and, and you're in Harvard and all you do is sit around and talk about, you know, women's studies, I mean, how does that prepare you really for anything besides being a professor um, or a protester? So, <laughs> My Harvard you know, tie. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the community colleges, I mean, they actually teach you a skill. And I I think people are smarter. I mean, here's the thing. We really didn't. I mean, the financial crisis brought a lot of things to light and the cost of education was one of them. And we're still seeing the implications of that. But a lot of people like our age that have kids that are young or in college or, you know, going to be in college in the next decade or so. Um, they're pushing back on this. I've heard it from a lot of people and I've heard it from not just the cost of it, but the curriculum and what they're teaching them. And I think that colleges are going to have to change the way they do business. Well, I, I, there's no question about that. And, and I mean, again, the, the whole system has got to change. Well, speaking of change, we have left this off most of the day. What about the tariffs? What's your take now? I mean, we've talked about the last couple of weeks. 
I don't see a problem with it. I think that it's actually I, I like what uh, President Trump is doing. I think it's the right way to attack it. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I, I get what he's doing. I mean, I think I know a lot of really smart people are not for the tariffs, but yeah, they're they're unfair, and we've just kind of put up with it for a long time. And you know, when people blame, you know, the decline of the United States, and you know, people are, you know, their wages aren't going up and things like this. I mean, you can point to these macro things like tariffs and like trade and like education. All those big things have just kind of become blobs. Um, for the reasons why we've been so stagnant over the past 30 years in the U.S. So um, I, I don't have a problem with it. It's, you know, a lot of it's talk, a lot of it's threats. I think in the end, um, the whole thing is going to get cleaned up and we're going to have a lot fairer situation with trade and tariffs with other countries. Well, now, I think, my personal opinion is a lot of these people, first of all, we're a society of, well, that's the way we've always done it. Uh, you know, and certainly if you're among the elite why would you want change? You're you're among the elite, so you, you're only getting more elite. Well, exactly, and the elites make the decisions, so it's <laughs> yeah, it's a vicious cycle. You know, so I, I don't understand why. You know, again, I think we're doing the right thing, and I, and I want to say, I, listen. I first of all, I believe that it will resolve itself, anyways, and there will not be any major problems other than the banter that's going back and forth right now. And I do believe that it's going to be better. For the American farmer, for example, which is your background a little bit and your family, and mm-hmm. I think that they're going to end up much better because there won't be these quotas of shipping X amount and all these other things that go along with it because, let's face it, grain prices haven't gone anywhere in 20 years. Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, – I mean, the only thing that's really helped farmers is, you know, just – increased efficiency. And so um, that's one thing that's kept them in business. And a lot of them haven't stayed in business. It's very hard to make money in farming. So, um, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, I, I get what he's doing. It does need to be fixed. It's an imbalance. And he's trying to balance it back out again. And it's painful. But, um, you know, a lot of times things don't come without pain sometimes, especially when we've got fat and lazy over the past three decades or so. And by the way, I thought of it. You asked me one time um, what I like, what's a true free market? I was at an art gallery last night looking at some art, and I was like, this is a true free market. Am I going to pay $18,000 for a painting? I don't think so. <laughs> no, you're right. That, well, that and cryptocurrencies, yeah. those, are the, those are the free markets. I mean, cryptocurrencies are free. They trade 24 hours a day. You know, you, there's nobody controlling yep. them. All right, last question. Uh, there's rumor that Trump wants to pull out of the WTO. Okay. Yeah. So, so is, that, is that bluster trying to squeeze the rest of this together, or is that real? What do you think? Now, I think I think a lot of what he does and says is just kind of I think he's just trying to shock the system. I mean, it's almost like, you know, it's an electroshock therapy on all these people that have just become so stagnant and and kind of comatose about the way things are done. You know, I think he really needs to think about whether, um, you know, that is a good thing um, in the end. But I think just the talk of it, he's going to bring changes. He's going to bring changes. It's going to take probably a year. Um, but there's going to be changes that are going to come and it's going to be good for the U S but, um, and we may never leave the WTO. We may never leave NAFTA. You know, all those things are just being still talked about and threatened. And I think this is all part of this negotiating tactics. Jane King, Lila Max Media, the continuing report. As always, I thank you so much and have a great day. Thanks. Todd. This is the Bubba show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Make sure you download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And today have a great day, everybody. As always, I thank you for being here. We'll see you back here tomorrow on Tuesday, right here at The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwich, The Bubba Show. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.